0: It's time for Friday Follies, right here
1: on the Mutual Audio Network.
0: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Strong themes. (coughs) And coarse language may apply. Damn it.
2: This podcast is a serial narrative. A story told episode by episode. Consequently, your listening journey would best be begun at the beginning! That's The Plague Clowns, Episode 1.
3: It is the year 2015, and life has lost all meaning. What once was up is down, what once was right is wrong. And those who dare to make a podcast which subversively reanimates the dead art of radio theater are considered dangerous criminal outcasts. Driven into exile, four pungent brigands risk their lives to broadcast from a South Sea's barge crudely fashioned from the disintegrating corpse of an ancient titan and several thousand yards of cooking twine to bring you the triumph, the majesty, the sublimity of rude alchemy.
2: on the Plague Clowns.
0: I must assume we are here foreigners all in this strange town for the same purpose. The Master of Rebels of Castrum Crucis will deliver unto the greatest performance troupe fame and wealth beyond comprehension. We have
4: not had competitors for such a long while. One performance tomorrow at midday. Maybe
0: more smoke. And the music.
3: And the madness.
0: Eager as I am to incorporate everyone's ideas, I'm afraid we're losing the story. people of Palgol do
4: not take kindly to strangers and their punishments are severe. Who's there? Name yourself uh...
0: (laughs) This man is dead.
3: (sighs) (sighs) Uh, uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I'm later. (sighs) That damned warden cornered me in the hall on my way here. I swear to Christ, that dead-eyed bastard is on to me. Us. Yes, us. I, I didn't forget you, Courtney. God, you've been so uptight about that in here. Don't worry. I don't take anything that Dr. Warner Hastings or his plucky associate Dr. Jennifer Tyson Power say. Seriously. No. No, she's not. Jenny is not just out to bed me. I mean, yes, there is an undeniable seduction in her eyes, but she's a female in my presence, so it's hardly cause to alert the media. What? Yes, Jenny. I can call her that. No, it does not mean I sold out. I am not a knock, nah, Courtney. No, I'm not. Listen, you know, we're getting off the talk. The immediate threat is that nose-whistling, bushy-browed warden with his lifeless gaze and clammy, calloused hands. What? Because he gave me a back rub, that's how. No... It's not like a full-body rub down, Court. Jesus, what's wrong with you? Just, well, you know. Well, he was showing me the new cranial drill he's going to use to bore out the stone of madness from Randy's skull later today. He, uh, he lightly ran his fingers over my spine while whispering directly in my ear with cream-corn-scented breath as he described the state-of-the-art Trepanator SE-35 cranial drill which gleamed cruelly in the afternoon sun. Man, that thing is sweet, by the way, and it's solar-powered. Yeah, it's totally green. Even the handle is made from sustainable oak. He said he might let me watch it if I do really well in group later. What? Yo, group therapy, Cord, come on. Well, maybe if you emerge from the mannequin pile occasionally and join the rest of us in the rec room, you'd pick up on some of the lingo. Listen, you know, that's enough. We have a show to do. But seriously, we've got to do something about that warden. His feet move over the linoleum without making a single sound. If it wasn't for his pronounced nose-whistling, I'd never have the faintest idea where he is. Courtney, you watch that door. Listeners, prepare for more balladeering from our troubled troop of troubadours, the Plague Clowns.
2: The Plague Clowns is brought to you by Pleasant Acres Retirement Home. We'll treat Grandma right. Yeah, you know what that means. We'll rock her world. We'll change her. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? I'm gonna make her wish she retired when she was 19 once she sees what she's been missing. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Huh? Yeah, you know. This is Rodrigo, by the way.
3: When last we left our group of Renaissance performers, a dying man had just collapsed at their stunned feet. What? No, Courtney. I chose not to use a folksy alliterative moniker for our heroes this time. I chose not to. It was a choice. I could have done it. I could have done it easily. Don't believe me? How about this? Assemblage of artful actors, band of body bards, cadre of coarse comedians... Dizzy division of delightful dramatists, do you need me to do E through Z as well? Because I will, Courtney, you dick! Anyway, the guy died. Story start now.
2: Dead, dead, dead. Dead as a dingleberry. Dead, dead,
5: dead. Dead as a dingleberry. Shut your mouth, Alakino. Show us some respect.
2: See eh? I'm not even to finish the next stanza,
0: ah. I'll finish you. Gentlemen, please, this is no time for bickering. Old man is right. We must get rid of body. Get rid of? What on earth for? You heard what creepy man-lady say? Villagers unfriendly. They most like will blame us for this man laying down his life sack, most like.
5: San Michelangelo, he's right. After most of our troop go dead or missing, we cannot let them take away our only chanter now. There were too many
0: hardships. Too many friends lost. Too much pain. Quick,
5: we bury.
2: No, we throw in the river.
0: No, no, a great bonfire. Quickly. Hey, is anyone
5: else hungry? What? Nikol, just saying. I mean, it's like I not eat since morning, and here's like pre-killed goat. Just a little bit person-shaped is all. I mean, who are we, king of Krasnoyarsk?
0: We can turn down free dinner before we take our northwest, huh? I think I speak for the group when I say that we're going to pretend you didn't say any of that. Psh! Sooth suit yourself, suits. Why not we feed to Chamne?
3: <coughs> See? He thinks, good idea.
2: I'd say we're over things a bit. Let's just bury him and be done with it.
3: And so our ensemble of eager enactors began digging a corpse hole... First, they broke the crusty dirt surface of the stable floor with a rusty axle from an ox cart nearby. Then, they clawed the dirt aside with their bare hands and prepared to dismember the. Oh! <laughs> Jeez! What am I doing? Explaining such minutiae, like we all haven't dug a corpse hole before, right? (laughs) You know, next I'll be giving lessons on how to make a PB&J, right, folks? (laughs) Oh, forgive me, listeners. Something about this medication Dr. Werner Hastings and Dr. Jennifer Tyson Power have me on makes me get long-winded. I'll keep it in check. Back to our feisty fraternity of farcical friends. Well, that's the last of the dirt. Oh, sorry, Miles. Real quick. Hey, Court, that was E and F, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. All night, baby. All. Night. Whatever.
2: Well, that's the last of the dirt. I... What's this? Looks like it to be
5: some sort of a bag of balls. No, I already feed that honey. Oh, you mean like regular balls, not the kind that ride behind your kiska and smell like everything bagel?
0: Hmm. They don't appear to be regular at all. I'd be more apt to call them orbs than balls. Why is it that? I don't know, uh, because I'm English, I guess. Wait for two second minute. Niku, we see these bells before. We do? Yes, on journey here. This dead man was fellow gypsy. Remember, we run into him by little stream. He said he was friend of Yekoslav Krakowski from Ariampo. Oh, yes, but I thought Yekoslav was from Drusunnik Yaki. No, no, you're thinking of Bronislav Kosislav because he has the same color plaukus.
5: Oh, you know what? You're right,
2: Celio! Eh, look at these juggle balls. These are looking like my lost juggling mozzarellas. You know the ones that got washed away. Shh, when...
5: shh, shh, sh- shh, sh- enough, Arachino. What's he saying? Uh, forget it. He's a stupid.
2: Hey, does anyone
5: mind if Arachino takes the juggle balls from the corpse man?
0: Okay with me, so long as you let us keep his chiet. His what? His chiet. I don't follow. Geert. What? Geert. 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 What are they saying? Hi What? Oh for the love of Petrovich, we mean head like pants for head. You know, like, for to wear on scalp top? Oh, a hat. Oh. Yeah.
5: Het. No problem. You two can keep the hat. Oops, too late. Khane has already eaten het.
6: Khane.
3: <laughs> yes! Yeah! Oh, man. I'm loving Khane, man. I tell you, that barnyard animals in flatulence sound effects library we bought for this season is already paying off, eh, Court? Woo! <laughs> Anyway, with the stranger safely buried in the orbs in Alakino's possession, our gang of guineas, gypsies, and anglos turned in for a night of fitful sleep in their increasingly acrid lodgings. The next day, at noon, they made their way to the center of pale gore, and behind the faded curtain hanging threadily from the rear of the warped and dusty stage... A small crowd of Pelgolian townsfolk stood moodily in front of the stage, arms crossed, feet shifting, awaiting the start of the performance. Ugh, yeah, I get it, watching a play, ugh, ugh, man. And that, that moment, right as the lights go out and you realize, ugh, it's really happening, I'm really about to sit through a play right now. Then some guy comes out and starts talking and pretending he's not in front of an audience and he's all loud and stuff and his chairs all face the same direction on a slight angle. Ugh, plays. Anyways, the stage manager made his or her way backstage to prep our huddle of histrionic hucksters.
4: Okay, you ready for the performance? Please do not be awful. Last time the townsfolk rolled diarrhea buckets.
2: Oh my, Really?
4: No, I make it up. Of course, really. Look at these people. They are dying to fling their diarrhea at you. What else do they have for entertainment, huh? Maybe an ashy stick from a fire pit to draw boobs on a rock, but that's about it. And all the good rocks have boobs on them already. Trust
2: me. Ah, uh, so you're interested in a boobies, huh? What? No, no, it's just a good to know. Another question real quick. Would you say you prefer the lid of the diarrhea bucket up or down? Oh, that's so funny. My spouse
4: Jesse and I have that argument all the time. Now get started. The crowd's getting restless.
0: Oh, pardon, but I must ask is the Master of Revels in attendance?
4: <gasps> ah, <laughs> the Master is watching. The Master is always watching.
3: The stage manager stretched his or her long, spindly arm up and out over the crowd, pointing with a bony, greasy finger at the highest window of the citadel, known as Castrum Crucis, where a yellow gleam of light flickered in the glare of the afternoon sun.
4: The master spyglass. He never misses a performance.
3: You're on. With that, the stage manager yanked on a rope, and the curtain zipped open neatly, exposing the ill-prepared impersonators to the rowdy rabble. Hey, real quick. Cotton? why can't they just say whether the stage manager is a girl or a boy? I mean, who cares, right? Yeah, I know. It doesn't really add anything. It's just confusing, eh, caught Oh, well. Oh, no, no, I like your capri pants. They go nice with your loafers.
0: Places! Now! <clears throat> When creeping night doth lay upon the earth, and wholesome wills the stars their sparks to shine, the wind through reed and rock a funeral dirge shall lonely drone its high and woeful wine.
5: Oh my god, Olga, was that blank verse? Perfect. Another uptight, limey snooze fest. Good night. Hey, Olga, bring me my sleep filth, I'm gonna lay down.
0: <clears throat> but yon a heavenly ember hath sunk unto the darkened hill where we do see a comely maiden come a wandering home, with lantern lit, the light that she doth bring.
5: Hey, Sir Pumpkin Pants, I got some iambic pentameter for you. You sock, you sock, you sock, you sock, you sock. Eh there, that's your feminine ending to match your feminine haircut, pansy.
3: Wow They had some clever hecklers in sixteenth century Eastern Europe.
2: Alack, alack. My love is lost alack. He left before the dinner bell this eve. Now horrid night has swallowed all in black.
5: Oh, my God. Look at this one, Olga. I mean, it's obviously totally acceptable and normal for me to see a man portray a woman on stage. In fact, I prefer it that way because it makes me feel more comfortable morally with the already questionable decency of taking and watching live theater in a pre-enlightenment society. But this guy just played socks. Oh, there, fairer maid. Oh, what trouble is crossing her brow? Mine sword and shield I have pledged to settle all.
2: Lost, lost, all oh, lost. My love is lost, most lost. Hey, Olga, do you think he's lost? Hey, Nancy
5: boy, I didn't quite get that. Is he lost?
2: Lost? Which way are lost? And who? Which lover? Yours? If I were him, sister, I'm not so sure I'd want to be found. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
5: Mind not, my squire. His brain rattles like a pebble. Begone with you. Yeah, bark that, squire. Fear not, maiden. Though I may not get arrested. I avow to return your love unmolested. Pshaw oh my god. Olga, hand me another fermented bear urine skin. No, I haven't had enough, Olga. It's my one day off, gore.
0: <clears throat> so through the wood, black, dark, and sinister, not a lonely sunbeam did the trees permit. The knight travelled like some pained minister till he came across the home of a lone hermit.
5: Hey, Olga, did you hear that? This is a lone hermit. Not like all them hermits that travel in large groups. Oh, my God, who wrote this? Give me another to sack. Good hermit, have you seen a man a-wandering? His accountants a most like a forlorn and lost. Ah, he looketh uh, for his sweet, a sweeter, fairer, darling. Ah, he looketh uh, for her sake, by the heavenly host. Oh, yeah, because lost really rhymes so good with host. That's lazy poetry, Olga. No, I won't stop. Hey, hey, that's lazy poetry.
0: Good sir, knight. Handsome many times over. A sturdy, brave youth, most goodly and true. Let you forget this lost, hopeless lover and keep the young lady yourself for you. Uh, Unless it is you're looking for this young man because you playeth for the other team? huh? Hey,
5: old guy. Number one, don't pay Number two, why would you assume I'd laugh at a joke about queers? Huh? That's offensive to queers. You queer. Uh uh. Um, uh, uh... Hey, you will shut up at your mouth! I'll come up there, Grease Ball. Olga, hold my bear piss.
2: Well stand, how I tell you with this a fancy stuff and a good hey, let us try boss. So, meanwhile, the faithful squire ran into a drunken farmer.
5: Daniel, that is your cue.
0: What? So early?
5: Yeah, grab your string box, you won.
0: Oh, oh. Hello there, little clowny person. How do you do?
2: I'm a looking for a man.
0: Sorry, we have no Jewish bakeries here.
2: No, I said a man.
0: Yes, yes, manna from heaven. For the years you wander, you might have better luck. Just cows here.
2: Eh, farmer! Eh! I know I say a manna, eh? I say a manna!
5: I swear to God, Olga, if I hear any more wordplay, I'm gonna throw my diarrhea bucket. You hear that? The diarrhea's coming.
2: What are we gonna do? The rest of the script is a puns.
0: I got it. Take out your bowels.
2: Right, uh, the juggling orbs. Uh,
0: yeah, that's what I meant. But I thought you would think I meant, um, something else and would at least make some sort of joke.
2: What would I think you
0: meant? You know, when I say bowels, you might think for to take out your... testicles. Why in the hell would I think of that?
2: I don't know, I just... is disgusting, you're disgusting. Forget it, Okay. I'm in mean, juggling bowels, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, let's. Take out my a sheesh. Hurry up, you two. Do something. The crowd is forming a diarrhea bucket brigade.
0: Okay, I understand. Yes, I see man head over that way toward place where hermit live at.
2: He's a hermit house?
0: Yes, he's a homely hermit house. he's
2: only homely hermit house? Okay,
0: that's it. Hoist
5: your diarrhea!
0: No, no, wait. Uh, Say, little clown person, it is far too late in morning for you to still be sober-like. How about a drink?
2: Ah, but I'm not in the morning, and just looking for a man. I am dressed in a motley, not in a black. Or are your eyes as blind as that same color, black as pitch, like the pitchfork of a yarn you used to feed the cows? Hey, move over, Bessie!
0: Shut up! Are you trying to get us drowned in diarrhea? Quick, Arakino! If uh, the routine we practiced last night, you juggle while I play. Hey, everybody! Let's have a song for the drinking. Oh, take a drink and the little, the little brains, the little brains, the little brains. I take a drink and the little brains go spinning out my head. They go spinning all around, side to side and. it around! Quick, we give them the afterbirth! The what? You know, the little extra performance you squeeze out after a big performance? You mean an encore? Yeah, I guess. You <laughs> English have such weird words for everything.
5: Afterbirth is my favorite part.
0: Don't worry about what it's called. Just do it. You've got them eating from the palm of your hand.
5: Yes, and now for to make them eat afterbirth from your hand...
2: This is not making me a little uncomfortable. Forget about it. Let's do it. Come on.
5: Oh, my God. That was hilarious, Olga. Isn't that just like me after, like, four or five sacks of bear piss? Huh? It's funny because it's relatable to my life. I'm going to go help them out. No, no, I'm gonna go up there. It's audience participation. Take Shut up, Olga. Oh, the little brains little brain little brain brain ball spinning spinning the and balls spinning around and they all fall <laughs> <laughs> out of my. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Hey, hey, what are you doing, guy? Sit
5: down, you. Get off of my stage. key, no. All the brains and the balls and the piss and the. and the. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have <laughs> a kingdom? I didn't attach him. Good heavens, he coughed up blood. <clears throat> that is the end of this
4: afternoon's performance. Villagers, return to your toil and filth. As for you, get off
0: my stage.
5: It's not your stage. <laughs> Thank you, don't start. Nico just saying, you don't own. You just manage.
4: Yes, but as a stage manager, my sense of ownership of the stage and the modicum of power I hold over the actors are the only things in my life that allow me to maintain my sense of self-importance, which I cling to desperately because I'm sadly obsessed with the theater, though I have no real talent of my own.
3: Oh, okay. That makes sense, then.
4: Now get out of here!
3: Disgusted and bewildered. Our jumble of dejected jesters made their way back to the stables. What? No, I don't think I did prove my point about my ability to produce alliterative monikers yet, Courtney. Come hell or high water, we're going to Z. Yeah! While you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Bitch!
0: What in the name of Christophe happened back there, Arlecchino? What you do to that man?
2: Nothing, what do you think? I'm a magic clown? I can kill a man by yelling at him?
0: No, but I want to know why you never take off your mask. It not normal.
5: Mind your own business, Gypsy. You were up there too. How we know that you not kill a man with your uh, Gypsy black magic? How you know we not kill you with Gypsy black magic,
2: huh? Oh, we were all getting along so well earlier.
0: Yes, yes. As usual, the British will be the peacekeepers. None of us are to blame.
2: Shut up, you
5: pudding, a mancher. If it wasn't for you and your stupid script,
0: blank verse is the very height of drama. You reprobate. Unlike the extraneous, voweled gibberish your people excrete.
2: I will break in your face with a sausage inorino. You'll come oh, in I'm here, I'm a a you come in here, I'll... Believe Hanley up here and he'll me.
0: poop on you.
2: Would you all please just stop fighting? This is getting us nowhere. Look, what's done is done. The performance is over and it didn't go well. I have serious doubts about the legitimacy of this godforsaken contest anyway. The Master of Rebels didn't even bother to come down from his high and mighty tower to see it. I know we've all sacrificed so much to get here, but it seems perhaps that we were all taken in by some sort of ruse. Let's just gather our things from the stable and go our separate ways.
3: And with a mutual knot of resigned agreement, our knot of knockabout knaves flung open the door to their crude lodgings to find a throng of villagers huddled grimly around the unusually stinky mound jutting lumpily from the center of the stable's dirt floor. Hmm? What? No, no, no. This is. What? <laughs> this is not a thesaurus. I am not leafing through it looking for more alliterative monikers. This, my friend, is a retrospective on the American Revolution. I read during the dialogue, Courtney, because it often doesn't interest me. That's why. Am I supposed to feel bad about that? No, no. It's not my job. My job is to narrate, not listen. The time between my lines is my time. I'll use it how I please. Now, back to Sherman's march. What? Yes, I know that's the Civil War. I was testing you, you busybody. Yeah, I called you busybody. In other words, a Batinsky. Think, gossip, scandalmonger, meddler, budget, nosy parker. Ha! Yeah, okay, it's a thesaurus.
6: Well, 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 look who it is.
3: (laughs) Who
1: told you dirty stage jockeys you could stay in my stable? Ooh, stage
3: jockeys. That's a good one. I'll keep that for when we get to S.
6: Our friend the ox farmer here was just about to tell us about the surprise he found when he came to stable this morning. Go ahead, Sergey.
1: Okay, well, like I said, I come in at my normal time this morning to find my door ajar, signs of a struggle, my she-ox already ravished, and what appears to be a man's body buried in the middle of the floor.
6: Wait, uh, could you back up a second? You said already.
1: What did I say, already? Already? I said everything already. No,
6: just now, when you said about Ox being ravished, you said she was already ravished. What do you mean by that?
1: No, it's just... Did did I say that? I I don't think I said that.
5: No, I'm pretty sure you said already.
1: Look, whatever is not the point. Point is, I come in like normal to service my Shiaks like I do every day and find this stinky donkey here has already done it before me.
0: Nice going, honey. You mean in front of you,
1: right? Like uh, before your eyes? What? No, I mean before I could... Wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I meant.
6: Look! I think we're getting off the topic. The real concern is not ravishing of the ox.
1: Speak for yourself. that donkey ruined my arena. I cannot live up to that. Look at him.
6: Shut up, Sergei. We did some digging in the floor here. The man you buried was Jacob. He has been with us for only a short while, but he will be greatly missed. Not only was he juggling entertainer for the small ones, he was also recently employed as the village flagellant.
5: Hane is flatulent. Hey, come on. Don't leave Niku hanging. There it is. That's a good Hane. I love you, Hane.
6: No, I said flagellant, not flatulent. He paid for the sins of the entire village. Now, who will we whip whenever we need to atone for borrowing a boob rock and heading behind the cave to the sticky
1: place? Damn. I really needed Jacob later today, especially now that the whole arena thing fell through.
3: Okay, uh, with the bestiality, yeah, um, is this thing going to be like the wiener jokes during Carver? Because I personally got a lot of flack for that. Yeah, Courtney, from my godmother. Yes, you're still her favorite, thanks for bringing that up. I already told her the brownies she sent were delicious, and I thanked her for you, yes. Just text her next time. Yeah, you can totally text her. Or email. Do you get her forward still? She mostly does them for you. It, it'd be nice if you'd at least pretend to read them. Listen, gentlemen,
2: we're terribly sorry about your friend Jacob.
1: And Irina. Yes. Khane is so
5: sorry. Sorry like a fox, eh, Khane? You know, I really do mean it. I really love you, honey. Me too.
2: As I was saying, we're sorry about your friend and your ox, and we did bury the poor man, but I assure you we had no part in his death. He simply came to the door last night and fell over dead.
0: Yes, coughing and hacking and gagging all the way. Hmm. Come to think of it, sort of like the man at the performance today.
6: Exactly right. And you were there too. It is your fault, you filthy outsiders. (laughs) You have brought death to Gol
1: And ox-stealing donkeys.
6: Sergei, go wait outside. But... No buts. We now need to encircle these guys menacingly, and frankly, you're being a distraction. Just go take a break. Mm. Okay, everyone. Encircle!
3: And with those words, the menacing villagers pulled out miscellaneous improvised weaponry. You know, like pitchforks, rakes, stupid shit like that. You get it. Do I really need to describe, like, everything? I mean, a lot of this is clichés. Like, you probably already know that all six of our heroes go, like, Back to back in a tight little circle. And then as the villagers approach, the good guys shrink down lower as the bad guys get bigger and even more menacing. And Niku and Daniel start mumbling gypsy prayers while Alekina and Celio cross themselves repeatedly. I mean, it's just exactly that image we've all seen a thousand times. Kind of makes you wonder what the point of it all is, you know? I mean, has everything been done before? Is every work of art just a collection of overused conventions with different names and settings? Are we just repeating ourselves? Can we really bring anything new to storytelling to life? God, I I don't know. That was really depressing. Huh. Maybe it's a side effect of the meds. I'll, I'll talk to Jenny about it. Wow. Oh. Sorry. Jeez. That really drained the energy there. But, um... Yeah, that's the end of the episode. I, I don't know what to say. The villagers are crowding around them like that. Uh, gee, I, I wonder if they'll get out of it somehow. Only three episodes left? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure all six of the main characters will get killed, and no outside force will rescue them at the last minute. Damn, I, I did it again. I, I'm sorry. There's just so little hope here. So little color. Everything all the feeling all the goodness just sort of drains you know at first you don't notice it but then then you start not smiling as much you stop talking to friends you, you don't enjoy your meals anymore it's just gray a <sighs> uh, couple more sentences here um will our heroes meet their untimely end What is the cause of the mysterious Pelgolian deaths? Does Hane really understand what Nikyu is saying to him? Oh, I like that last one. Yeah, yeah, that did make me feel a little better. I really do like Hane. Find out next time on The Plague Clowns.
2: The Plague Clowns is brought to you by Baskets. Looking for a way to carry several small things to the same location at once? Try Baskets! No more carrying flowers or picnic supplies up and down the hill behind Widow Hamilton's farm on Sunday afternoons one fistful at a time. With baskets, you can spend less time breathlessly sprinting through wildflower fields and idyllic sun-kissed pastures with one, or at most, two items clutched tightly in your sweaty palms, and more time enjoying the picnic.
3: Okay, ready, court? Here it goes, baby. Lump of lusty laughers, menagerie of madcap mountebanks, nose full of naughty nitwits, outfit of off-color oafs, pack of pithy players, quiver of quarrelsome questers, regiment of ragtag rogues, set of salacious stage jockeys, tribe of tenacious twits, union of unrefined undercutters, vat of vivacious vagabonds, wreck of wandering Weisenheimers... Zebek of Xenodochial Zenowepists, Yard of Yokelish Yucksters, Zone of Zesty Zigzaggers. Yeah! Yeah, I did it! That's awesome! Yes! What? What? Yeah, yeah, I, I I did use the thesaurus. But I never said I didn't. I never said I wouldn't. It does so still count. You know... <laughs> you know, Courtney, sometimes it's just... just... It just really seems like it's your goal in life to negate my every accomplishment. Don't talk over me! No! I'm sorry, but when 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 is it going to be okay for me to be good at something? Anything! When, Courtney? Look, I didn't want to mention this, but your name comes up a lot in my sessions with Jenny. She is not obsessed with you she's actually starting to make a lot of sense and i no 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 don't don't go wait (laughs) don't don't leave me my friends sorry sorry listeners i i i have to run after courtney i knew i shouldn't have brought up dr jennifer tyson power dr hastings doesn't seem to concern courtney much but there is something about jenny that just makes courtney so damn skittish i never should have mentioned her damn it Stupid narrator, stupid! You'll drive Courtney away, you stupid, sickle-footed, dirty, bad little boy! (laughs) I'm such... I'm a bad... I'm a bad little boy, I know. I'm sorry, Courtney. I'm I'm sorry, Courtney. I'm sorry, Daddy. (laughs) Join us... join us next time for more of the Plague clouds. Call me!
6: Call me right!
2: Rude Alchemy is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Wardner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. The Plague Clown Story by Rude Alchemy with Mr. Kane as lead story editor. This episode written by Mr. Wardner with Mr. Hodgkin and edited by Mr. Wardner. Featuring the voices of Rude Alchemy with Ms. Julia Stroop as the stage manager. Music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Rock. The Little Brains music written and performed by Mr. Kane with lyrics by Mr. Wardner. For a listing of Creative Commons sound effects attributions, visit RudeAlchemy.com slash attributions. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. To support Rude Alchemy and gain access to exclusive bonus content, including blooper reels from every episode, visit roodalkami.com support. And finally, his presence grows stronger within me every day. I am becoming, becoming, becoming.
6: He looks so cute and cuddly as he hops around, <laughs> delivering colorful <laughs> eggs to children around the world. <laughs> but something has gone wrong. A meteor hit the earth near this hard-working bunny. And he started to change. This Easter experience the terror of Easter Bunny. A fifty-foot-tall bundle of ferocious fur will deliver eggs that explode on impact. And watch out for that cotton tail. This cute Ugly Colossus is a true basket case. Coming soon to a theater near you. Easter Bunny! <laughs>
1: Hippity hoppity. Easter's on its way.